Hi, I'm Simon. Hi, I'm Erica. And this is Drunk Logic. Just another podcast. So thanks for joining us today. Um, now, as you know, every episode has an alcoholic beverage. And so today, what have we got, Simon? We've got Malibu Pina Colada coconut and pineapple flavored mixed drink with Caribbean rum. Yeah, so we've gone very classy and we've got a cocktail in a can. So this is very much our speed. This is going to be, this is going to be sweet. It's going to be fruity. Yeah. yeah. I think that you're going to like this. Have you ever had a pina colada before? I think I have. Yeah. I'm a fan of pina colada. Now, yeah. when I, after I turned 21 every year for, I don't know, maybe like five years, I had a, like there was a drink of the year. So when I was 21, I turned 21 in the States. That's, you know, when you're a legal age to drink. Um, so when I turned 21, my drink of the year was an Bloody Mary. Yeah. 22, Amaretta Sour. 23 was the year of the Pina Colada. Very nice. So I drank a lot of Pina Coladas. Very satisfying sound. Oh, wait, wait. Chin chin. Lachaim. Oh yeah, that goes down real That's easy. Nice. That's very nice. <laughs> that's going to have a, I can tell that's going to have a glowing review at the end. So what are we talking about today, Simon? What's our what's our big topic? The big topic today is social media. How social do we need to be? Just from the off, I have social media. You've probably heard of this through social media, but I don't really get social media. I kind of like, I'm a bit of a voyeur when it comes to social media. I'll check out other people's news and use Twitter, you know, to see what's going on in the world, but I don't really participate in it. You're a social media creeper. Why is that? <laughs> you weirdo. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just don't feel I have much to say. You know, I'll post the odd picture, which makes me laugh. And well, But I tend to share most of my stuff directly to people as opposed to like, hey, let's stick on social media. That's well, just the type of person that I am. But that's anyway. also a healthy approach. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that I think we're in a weird phase, I think, with social media in that like sort of there are things like Facebook, which have just become so oversaturated. And uh, it's just, it, I think it's past its usefulness. Uh, whereas I am on Twitter, I am on Instagram, um, you know, dorky academic me is on LinkedIn, not on Snapchat, not on TikTok. I'm just not that cool. Yet anyway. No, not yet. Not yet. But yeah, there's this whole element of, of oversharing. And I think that uh, we'll probably get it. Maybe we'll get into it a little bit later in this episode. But I think that there's a real danger there with um, particularly with oversharing on Facebook. But I think before we sort of get to the doom and gloom, what was your first social media? Like, were you on, I'm trying to think, cause there is a, a, a slight age difference between us. I am a bit older than Simon is. Um, so I feel like possibly your first social media experience was MySpace. You are correct. Yes. MySpace. Yeah. I just, I think. What was your screen name? Something stupid, wasn't it? Do you know what? My, one of my first emails was Welsh dude. So it might've been something like that. Welsh. So you actually had the, the 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 it was just Welsh dude at whatever. No, it was Welsh dude underscore CF sixty four, which is my postcode. That was my first email address. <laughs> wow. Um, I had that for a long time, and then and then 
you decided to be an adult <laughs> yeah yeah and but i think my I, I genuinely can't remember my myspace page i think I'm, i went through a state i think i actually like got rid of it like it's gone from the world um after like myspace did its thing you know finished but now i had myspace um and again like quite like the idea you could personalize your own bit on the web like i remember growing up going over my uh, friend's house and like his my friend's brother showing me like his name on a website like the idea of the internet was this exclusive place where like whereas now we you know anyone can make a website or anyone but i'm sure it was the case then but for some reason there was this almost it was a newness to it i guess um whereas yeah so uh growing up myspace and the idea you had your identity on on the web and choose which music people could listen to and you turned it on and you could recode your page and yeah it was cool so myspace was my first one and i remember being in uni like what's this facebook about and then you know having facebook like why do i need to and that same logic has stuck with me ever since like i don't really understand the differences between all the platforms like there are some people out there who will probably have an account for every platform and understand the nuances of each one but to me they all do the same you'll tell me i'm wrong but and i'm hoping to be educated like i've only just got in, in, into instagram and i'm a professional photographer i don't really get it and how it's different to facebook but everyone tells me it is yeah so so yeah so we're gonna do a, a bit of uh gonna bring you into the 21st century simon thanks <laughs> Uh, my first, I, now I was, I was a real late adopter to social media. I was also a late adopt. I was a late, strangely enough, as much as I'm into tech now, I was very much a late adopter. Like I, did, I had a, I had a, a mobile phone like way later than all my peers because I did not want one. I did not want to be contacted. <laughs> I did not want anyone. If I wasn't at home to answer the phone, I saw no point in, in people being able to contact me. Uh, so I was quite late onto the social media game. I did have a MySpace page very briefly. And then I was getting like a lot of really like ugh, creepy messages. And I was just like, nah, this is not for me. This is so <laughs> not for me. Um, and then I did sort of join Facebook, like when everybody did, I think in 2007. And the cool thing about Facebook is that I have connected with so many people um, that who, who've, who've sort of reemerged as sort of really important people in my life. But if it wasn't for Facebook, I would not have gotten in touch with them. You would have, um, subscribed to, um, friends reunited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, see, now this is the brilliant thing about Facebook is that it has made class reunions redundant. I don't have to go to Delaware for a class reunion anymore because I don't, one, I don't want to, and I was never never really planning on doing that. Um, but I am friends with people from high school that I want to be friends with. And if I want to have a reunion, I will make plans to go and see them. <laughs> I don't need to go and see a bunch of people that hated me in high school and I hated them right back. Um, so that is the one, the one, the one really great thing about Facebook is, is reconnecting with people. Um, but I do find, I think, I mean, anymore, I find that the negatives of Facebook really out, outweigh the positives. I mean, we, we, we talk quite often about Facebook and how it's basically become a place for parents and grandparents to sort of like reminisce, you know, you know, and, and like, I don't know, like I find it quite, uh, 
a funny place to uh, again to sort of watch to lurk to creep yeah facebook creeper i mean i love like the idea that you know like liking and sharing will cure a disease i know right <laughs> nobody will pay attention to this yeah yeah only my you know, if you're a true friend you will like this right now and then people are like hi i'm your true friend and you're like what like this, this it just this makes me laugh yeah as a, as a facebook voyeur i'm sure that you get a lot of a lot of great laughs out of watching this stuff unfold. Ironically, I unfo- not unfollow. I temporarily snooze people who like do it a lot, but actually, most of the people I don't snooze are people I enjoy watching sort of chaos unfold. Like I love, I love when people are like, you know, oh, having a rubbish day, and then you know, you're okay, straight in. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, that drives me crazy. I'll, I'll DM you now. Like, no, don't, uh, don't DM. Yeah, put share it, share this shit. Put it on here. I want to see what's going on. Yeah, you've already opened the door saying that something awful happened. You yeah. better fucking share. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, there are, there is a lot of a lot of uh, drama, like just sort of like needless drama that unfolds. Yeah. I mean, I have certainly discovered certainly over the last few years um, that you know I'm friends with a lot of um, racist people. Mm. Um, it's you know, the, the thing about Facebook and there's this great quote and I don't know who it's attributed to. Um, Me. The, well, it's not, it's not you. It's like the only, the only attribution sure? I found to it. Yeah. Is, is, it's like a parody Will Ferrell account on Twitter. But anyway, the quote is something like Facebook makes you hate the people that you know in real life. Whereas Twitter makes you love people that you don't know in real life. That, that doesn't really hold water, but the Facebook bit does. Twitter is a cesspit as well. Um, but yeah, I do find that there are a lot of people that I am quote unquote friends with on Facebook that are just vile, repugnant people. Mm. And so I do, I do, I do. I mean, most of those people are not on my Facebook anymore. I, I have gotten rid, did a bit of a call, but I'm also not one of these people who's like, I'm going to delete all my friends or have like some sort of dramatic goodbye leaving facebook forever you don't understand me yeah i need to come off social media for a little bit and then like two seconds later you okay hun yeah 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 <laughs> i mean for me you know anyone who posts a picture of any type of gollywog is off you know and Ooh, yeah that's yeah. not good yeah again it's it, it does it brings the racists out yeah and and, and yeah. it's just like but then but they're like people like nice people like us we just think like, how the hell do we know so many vile people? What happened? Yeah. And <laughs> Why like, weren't we influential enough? Why couldn't we save them? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a hard one. And also like the, the generally people who don't see any wrong with it and don't want to be educated. So why waste my time? Anyway, that's Facebook. Do yeah. you know, I, I love Twitter though. Cause I like, you know, but feel, you're a Twitter, you're a Twitter creeper as well. Yeah. But I, I like, I, I sort of, I'm tuned into the news I want to see and hear and the people I want to see and hear from and for me yeah. it's, it's fantastic it's tailored yeah i do i do again yeah i do like the tailoredness of twitter um i i am a fan of twitter it's going down very well yeah yes simon is really enjoying this pina colada are you almost done good god pace yourself man fantastic it goes down too easily it's so nice <laughs> there's a real satisfied smile on his face right now you know there's an arctic monkeys lyric and i'm gonna butcher it now but it's something about Smile like you've got your straw in something tropical. Mm, that yeah, that's yeah. exactly what that tastes like. That is like. exactly. I think it's on. Um, she looks like fun off their most recent album. But yeah, there's a line in it which always makes me smile because I love tropical flavored stuff. Like that's my jam, and like that lyric, I felt like it was like that is me. 
my little slide. Mm. Yeah, I honestly, you have the most satisfied look on your face. It's very sweet. I'm glad glad that you're enjoying this Malibu pina colada. Oh, and it's it's also suitable for vegans. I thought you were going to say suitable for children for a second. Well, you know what? It tastes tastes like it's suitable for children. Oh, listen, I I I reckon any kid in the world would drink this and go, "This is blooming good stuff." Yeah, can I have some more for breakfast? Yeah. Do do you know that beer company? I don't want to name names, but they they have to change their cans because they look too uh, appealing to children. What? The other one um, near us, which we nearly went for food for that once. Oh right! Yeah, their their cans oh, are like yeah, they, really oh, funky. They are. Very... They look like <gasps> children's cans. So apparently, there are loads of complaints about this company producing like really nice beer and ales and stuff like that, but the cans are like electrically like out there and you know really colourful and. And their logo is the teddy bear as well. And yeah, they, they have lots of complaints. I think about... you've kind of given away the company. No, I haven't. <laughs> I, haven't. I haven't. But no, that is really interesting because yeah. even, but even now when I think about the, the packaging, it is very, um, it is very. That's like, fantastic. Oh, wow. You are done. No, I've still got a little bit left, but I'm absolutely loving this. Yeah. I got that from Mocado. As opposed to the first um, drink in, the ep- in our last episode. Yeah. The first drink in our first episode. Yeah. Sorry, I'm slurring. And <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, back to social media. So yeah, I like Twitter as well. I like that it's tailored. Um, mm. A lot of what I follow, like I follow a lot of political accounts. I follow a lot of academic accounts. I follow Simon. I like a Post good nothing. thread. <gasps> yeah. I like when people are like, you know, almost like little reporters, the detectives are like, right after doing this study, I can show this character from this show doing this and like their theories. And yeah, no, I love a good thread too. Yeah. Good shout. I almost feel like it's um, Charlie from Sunny in Philadelphia meme of like, you know, piecing together the stuff on the board. Yeah. With all the string attaching <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, like I said, just getting into Instagram and um, I quite like it. Um Another part of my midlife crisis is taken to drawing <laughs> and illustrating stuff. It's no, but you're and, very, you're very talented. Thank you. Don't, yeah. Don't sell yourself short. This is not a midlife crisis thing. You're just, you're just very, you're a gifted artist. I think anyway. I, I think uh, you've been very, very kind to me there, but yeah, no. Uh, so uh, Instagram, I kind of get now um, after a little bit of tutelage from um, Erica's sister Um and basically just patience from people. Um, I think my Instagram account was live for about three years and I posted two things. Yeah, so my sister kind of, she was explaining to Simon for as, as a birthday present. Uh, she was explaining to Simon sort of as a, she wa- giving him a, a social media tutorial uh, because he desperately needed it. And so she kind of explained, you know, Simon was asking the difference between Facebook posts and stories. And so she said that, you know, a Facebook post those are like the photos that you have in a frame. Mm-hmm. Not everything, not every photo is frame worthy. And that's where you stick them. That's why you stick them on uh, Instagram stories that you haven't utilized your stories yet. But I will say that everything that you've posted on your Instagram account has been frame worthy. Do you know, everyone's been very nice to me, but then one bloke in work is like, the fuck are those drawings? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm just doodling. He goes, some of them are fucking shit. I'm like, cheers, mate. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> yeah. That is rude. It made me laugh, though, because uh, 
Yeah. And you do I, love a bit of honesty. And also I quite like as well that there's a, a person in work who, who hasn't asked me um, to my face, but I think he's genuinely concerned for my well-being because like, what's wrong with the drawing? Like, like I'm having Well, my mom crisis. is a little bit, My, I mean, my mom was also asked if you were okay. <laughs> uh, you know, just a sign Okay. I mean, they're not like they're not like serial <laughs> killer murders or anything. Simon's cry for help. You okay, hon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know, like when you see like you know like in the films where you've got like um, kids books and the teacher calls them in and they're like you know this is a picture of like your son drawing someone to killing someone like they're not like disturbing pictures, they're just pictures. <laughs> I think they're nice. Thank you. I think that perhaps on uh, on the website, maybe if you're willing, we will uh, we will share. Yeah. Some of some of your art. Well, and maybe monetize it. You know, I'm not I'm not beyond that. Yeah. No. Simon can make money off of something. Get free stuff. He is gonna do it. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll I'm happy to, uh, to to put it out there. See what you guys think, and if if, if you like it, you know. And he loves. I mean, he loves. He loves. He loves constructive criticism don't just be a dick i think there's gonna be trolls oh no well i'll fight them for you thank you troll warrior yeah yeah i'll do that so when it comes to social media obviously we've discussed facebook we've discussed twitter and instagram i don't get snapchat i don't either and i tried it i will say that now i am too old i am too old for snapchat i'm in my early 40s (laughs) shut up i'm in my early 40s and yeah i think that 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 just passed me by whereas my sister is only four years younger than you and she is all about the snapchat um yeah you're you're just but you're just old i I feel old you are an old man an old young man now snapchat am i right in thinking it's basically a vehicle for dick pics yes it is absolutely a vehicle for dick pics because the photos you can you know you can choose for them to last only like five seconds long, so you don't have like that incriminating evidence. Although I guess you can do a screen screen grab, but mm. I think if you is it one of those things where if you do a screen grab, it tells, it tells the other person. But it's still out there. Yeah. So so yeah. So I think I do think that it is just a vehicle for dick pics. I imagine it's like you know um I think you can do like I did try it for a little bit. Dick pics? No dick pics. Yeah, you tried that for a little bit. <laughs> No, um, Snapchat. And you can like do 30 seconds, 20 seconds, like 10, 5, and 1 second, I think, burst. But it almost goes up as quickly as like when you're watching like um, one of those films where like they're torturing someone and they've got a montage of torture, like subliminal, like a one second like picture yeah. comes and goes. I imagine it's a bit like a interrogation dick pic, like flash. Whoa. Well, yeah, yeah no, because I've seen them. I've seen them um, on my sister's Snapchat. Uh, my sister's friend's Snapchat. I've seen I've seen so many dicks um, via Snapchat. Um, yeah, but you know, but they but Snapchat I think has like Snapchat has the good filters. Yeah, and, and we it, are bit emojis. We are bit emojis. We do yeah. we do take a lot of a lot we do take a lot of enjoyment out of our bit emojis or bit emojis. Well, it's really hard because I think the the likeness on there is not too bad. I tried doing my my emoji whatever the name is for on the that. other ones it's not as good is it no i thought i thought i just looked like a really weird echo and and then i tried it on the apple as well and nope i just just like this this isn't getting me limited haircuts yeah I but th- you have very i just wouldn't think that you have difficult hair it tends to be a part on the other side really. we like bitmojis because yeah. the bitmojis look like us yes like, like for from my bitmoji like the glasses are the right shape 
Yeah. And the right color. Yeah. And it's some funny ones as well. Yeah. They keep it fresh. Yeah. They do keep it fresh. Well done, Snapchat and Bitmoji. What's the other one out there? TikTok? Your TikTok. What is that? Yeah. Like, I I thought it was just dancing. Yeah. And my first, like, introduction was it with my uh, brother's stepdaughter, just, like, to take herself off and, like, start doing, like, karaoke to, like, or watching people, like, do these little TikTok videos. And then during lockdown, I saw, like, footballers and stuff doing it. But I don't really get it. Yeah, I feel like we need. I feel. I feel like. I feel like we need to try it. Is it a bit like dub smash? I don't think so because you just see people. It's basically people doing like. Here's the thing. I think that uh, Instagram is for photos, okay. and Twitter is for short, punchy sentences with par- short Facebook paragraphs. People. Yeah, Facebook just sucks. Um, Unless they want to spawn trust. Snapchat is for dick pics. Yeah. And I think that TikTok is for short videos. So, cool and hip kids. So I, I don't think you have to be a cool and hip kid. I think that I think that this is something that we need to look into. Mm. I think that I think that Drunk Logic needs a TikTok account. Yeah. What are we gonna What are we gonna film on it? Who knows? Um, also, we need a YouTube. I know it's not social media, but that's what. That's what. Yeah. Okay. If you're feeling like we need YouTube as well, we can do that. Um, I'd say what we could film on there. What's that? Um, waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, Simon, Simon and I. We are just... in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, I mean we. Well, well basically, Ooh. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll stop <laughs> you, it here. Sure. Let me explain this, okay, and then yes. we can edit it out if it doesn't look very good. I was watching Archer, and there's this episode where Archer, who's a spy character jokes about waterboarding just just you know, basically a flannel over the face with some water being poured um is not a bad thing and then cue the next scene he just had it done to him and he hears like this shell of a man shaking and oh my no you know and and i was like a bit like archer was pre this scene of like well how bad is it but then you look at any research into it it's really bad and i remember having this conversation with erica like off podcast <laughs> and we were saying well a bit like Archer, like, well, we need to try this and see what it's like. <laughs> that was supposed to, now this is something that we had, we, it was supposed to be like something we did in the summer to take advantage. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it's not a seasonal thing. You can be waterboarded any time of year. Um, but we were, this was what we were supposed to do that this summer is we were going to do waterboarding and it just kind of, it got away from us. And this I'm is, sorry that it did. This is video as well. There's one chap, like, again, being quite like open-minded to it, but also the idea like it, it can't be as bad as, you know, a bit of water in a flannel. But, and then I think the, the exercise they had is like, you've got a weight in your hand, you've got like a ball. And the second they drop the ball, they immediately stop it. And it's all done in this very safe environment. But this person almost immediately dropped this ball. of like, I want to get out. And then afterwards, like, that is like so much worse than ever. But that might be a cool thing to record for TikTok. <laughs> wow. That is- Or not. That is- said now when I was thinking okay. that drunk logic TikTok content would be but you know what Simon I am a team player okay so what would we post on TikTok I'm not going to do any dancing no I, I'm not a dancer I'm definitely I can't not. even do a bloody hula hoop I'm not a dancer no I mean just chatting yeah I mean we gotta find out what it is first before yeah we oh commit. I know I know we're like making these big plans and we don't even know what the hell it is Maybe so. our fans can help us. Yeah. 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 Cindy. Um, Alexia. Paul. Dad's always supported me. 
Aww. Yeah, Reese and Nathan from afar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, help us come up with some some quality TikTok. Tic- TikTok content. I mean, the other thing that we could do if we were like really desperate for content is we could just walk to the village pub and like order a shitload of shots. Yeah. <laughs> just just knock them back and see yeah. what see what chaos ensues. Yeah. We'd be banned from the village. Simon and I both get out of social media equally our targeted ads. We are a marketer's wet dream. Mm -hmm. Simon and I will buy anything. We We will be titillated by the most mundane dumb shit. We will send each other links and say, ooh, look at this. Look at this drain cleaner. Look at this corkscrew for your ear. Yeah, look at this um, cleaning product that replaces all your other cleaning products. Yeah. Um, what was the other ones we've had? Like a uh, food ice defrosting tray. I just had an email today about my Kickstarter frying pan. Oh, yes. No, tell me about this. Tell me about this frying pan because you've been talking about it. So what? What? So, so did you see this on social media and then you bought it from Kickstarter? Yeah, but it wasn't really, I've I heard of like stuff like being successful on Kickstarter, like exploding kittens and stuff like that, but never really understood the process of what a Kickstarter actually oh, is. Oh, and how fucking slow it is. <laughs> yeah. Like it is slow. Yeah. So um, we've got some um, headphone cleaning devices that are still in like prototype stages. <laughs> we won't be seeing those for some time. But I mean, how dirty are our AirPods going to be by the time those arrive? Yeah. Um, We're probably going to have to, honestly, we could probably just bought something on Amazon. Possibly. Um, yeah, so I've got this frying pan, which claims to be like a bit of nonstick, but like a pure type of nonstick. So it's not like all the horribleness in there. You know, it's got this cool lid. And the idea is you can like, the, the demo is you could like fry them. You put nails in a frying pan. It's not scratching it at all. So you're not getting those particles. Well, that's handy for all those nails you fry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, however, I had an email today saying, oh, the frying pan's coming out. Here are your instructions to put it together. I'm like, put it together doesn't come it's a to frying it. pan yeah i was like okay and then it was like oh we've had a few bits of feedback saying it isn't non-stick <gasps> but that's the whole premise yeah but then they've said like because you're not using it right <laughs> like family like the idea is you can cook an egg without having to use oil but people are like it's not working <laughs> and they're like well cook an egg this way and it will work and here are some videos to prove it works almost like it's offensive right 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 okay so 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 is your is your super frying pan is it is it en route I don't know. You just have you just got some building instructions like you like IKEA flat pack. It's basically put the handle onto the pan. And then if on one of them's got a lid which you can just screw the top. Basically. Okay. Okay. So you're not just constructing the whole pan. Yeah, like welding it. Yeah. Molding Molding it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. So yeah. Um targeted ads are fantastic because actually I I would highly recommend you letting them personalize it for you. You don't want general ads. You want ones personalized for you and your needs. And the best thing is my needs seem to be what Erica needs as well in terms of, you know, the companies out there know us both so well. Yeah, it's it's pretty creepy, but also um, quite lucrative for them. And yeah, uh, yeah we go we go halves on a lot of on a lot of stuff. Um, apple cider. Uh, oh, yeah. A goalie. The apple cider vinegar gummies. gummies they're good yeah i mean we've been we've been buying those in bulk for 
yeah, years now and hearts and codes um <laughs> we've bought you know all manner of types of cleaner um like i said food defrosting boards fuel we bought yeah um honestly we we buy we buy a lot so much stuff from targeted facebook ads and then they sort of stem over to like um i bought a cool pair of headphones neuro headphones they were cool the loops not so much no, but the, the, the originals were really good and then <laughs> yeah um yeah loads of stuff so yeah it on guys yeah <laughs> honestly like if you like buying shit you know that social media is wonderful oh you've got a, a friend you can half the um the risk with <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly so like on social media so what's the worst thing that you've sort of like the worst have you ever gotten like really bad news or or something like that i don't think so i think i once saw a video of like someone being shot like you know when there's like a news ones they have of like showing like an american policeman being a bit trigger happy Hmm. um that wasn't pleasant so you don't have like family oversharing stuff not really no like i said it's just a bit of casual racism um no really it's very uneventful really yeah no it's just just a bit like bad tv you watch it sometimes like why are you watching this trash is bad for your brain but it keeps you captivated yeah i think that's what my social media do they call it doom scrolling i guess yeah i guess so um yeah what about you i found out my grandpa died on facebook which is pretty fucked up yeah um because somebody asked me like one of my one of a family member sent me um post on my wall maybe Either way, it said, like, are you coming to Texas? And I was just like, uh, what happened? And yeah, he had died. Did I ever tell you a story? I forgot my granddad died. Do share. Yeah, so um, and I, 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 I read his eulogy. Like, I was a big part of the funeral process. And, you know, but we sort of had this, like, he died, uh, had the funeral. And then about a year later, then we sort of spread the ashes. And... It was kind of a drawn out process and I guess there's a lot going on in my life and and you know say another year on so say two years after he died I was down down where we had spread the ashes and my we bumped into my uncle who's walking his dog and he's like ah just went to see your granddad meaning I went to see his plaque but just the phrase I went to see your granddad and I was like ah oh, how is he <laughs> and I had forgotten oh my god like I just forgot like for a second because the way you've talked about it like his his confidence coming yeah. into the situation was like oh I just saw your granddad and I'm like oh how is he he looked at me like you fucking idiot so yeah I think we've we've chatted a lot about about social media um yeah let us know your thoughts uh you can email us at hello at drunklogic.co.uk you can catch us on instagram and twitter i will be managing those accounts so there will be actually be things going on um but our our handles um for both accounts it's at the drunk logic um, because some person with no posts has taken the handle at drunk logic thanks a lot so it's the drunk logic how funny would it be if you like we were contacted about like how much money do you want for the real one? I know. How much would you up to? Well, nothing now because I've already I've already put the drunk logic out there. We could have doubles. We could have doubles. I mean, I, I you don't know if I could have bought the name and I'm just like holding you to ransom. 
well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I feel like there's, um, there's, there's like profession, isn't there, where um, people will go out and buy all the web domain names of like any like sports person at any level in the hope that they are the next big thing. So suddenly they're like, I don't know, like Simon Brinkworth, like, you know, under 12s to Cardiff City. And suddenly if I go on to be like, you know, Gareth Bale or Aaron Ramsey, it's like, ah, oh, if you want your name, go pay for it. Yeah. That's why you get the whole CR7s and, you know, the, the variations because you can't predict those sort of things, can mm. you? Wow. So, yeah, if, if you do, if you are the holder of at Drunk Logic, Simon, <laughs> please don't extort me out of too much money to get those. <laughs> and so those are our thoughts on social media. Okay, so a fun element, I say fun, it's fun for us, I hope it's fun for you, an element of this podcast is that because we, as we say, rate ourselves as top talkers who can talk about anything at length, um, I have put together a challenge jar, which is a jar full of random topics, no sweets, no sweets. Um, How are you feeling after that pina colada? Feeling good? I feel I'm in like... Yeah, six gear cruising along. Nice. You yeah. do look very relaxed. Yeah, yeah. You do look very relaxed. I mean, I did have a massage today. Um, well, we had massages. We did. We did have massages um, today. And I'm feeling extremely relaxed. Yeah, we are real chilled out. And this is my second drink of the day, and I got work tomorrow. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. This Malibu Pina Colada only has 5% alcohol. You'll be all right. All right. So, challenge jar. Let's see what. <laughs> do you think alcohol's 100%? Well, I've got us. No, that's not you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. You know what I meant. I just sound like an idiot. <laughs> no, I said I said you got five percent, but like it's still I mean, like there's some but I mean like there are things like I think like Jaegermeister has like 41%. Yeah. But that, yeah. Like this is like this is like child's child's alcohol. Yeah. But like the average side is probably between sort of five and seven. Is it? Yeah. Oh, right. I Wine's at hi- like 12. Okay, I thought it was higher than that. It's only 5%. Well, I loaded it. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay, sorry. Gosh. It's okay. I'm showing myself up to be a true boozer. Like, oh, I've got 99% alcohol. Like, that's probably medical alcohol. Like, I don't yeah, drink That's it. actually petrol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got the, the challenge jar here. And so we're going to pull out a random topic and talk about it for a bit. And it is random. It is very random. What you we're got? What you got? Authenticity here. Coffee. Coffee. Okay. So Why that's not? our that's our topic today. Coffee is disgusting. Jar. Okay, that's a, that's a very quick assessment. As my favorite show at the moment, uh, Ted Lasso says about tea. Coffee is garbage water. <laughs> I just don't think you have, you haven't had the right coffee. I've tried coffee in all manner of forms via chocolate. Yeah. Via, you know, cups with sugar and water and cream and milk and all the other stuff. Disgusting. Yeah. But have you had like a, like a fancy coffee from like, like with all the bells and whistles from Starbucks? That's like mostly sugar. It just tastes like shit. The taste of coffee just eeps into my palate. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing there? God, man, you've got strong feelings about coffee. I mean, that's why I'm on the Pro Plus. Yeah, it is why he's on the Pro Plus. Because all the benefits of 
without coffee. tasting fucking coffee. Fucking shitty coffee. Yeah. See, now I I didn't have a great relationship with coffee. Um, sort of when I started drinking it in like my mid twenties, because it's like I felt like, well, you know, I'm going to pretend to be an adult now. I might as well do adult things, and that includes drinking coffee. Well, I found that drinking coffee had a very immediate effect on my digestive system. And so I found it really awkward to drink. Um, as I've gotten older, I, it doesn't have that immediate effect anymore. But I love coffee. Um, I drink a lot of coffee. I'll drink coffee all day. I will start my day with coffee. And if I needed to, I will end my day with coffee. That's probably why you don't sleep. Yeah, that is probably why. We just stumbled upon sleep. it now. Oh, I never sleep, Simon. Oh, I'm, oh, uh. I'm so tired. Nine o'clock coffees, dickhead. I don't, well. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, we'll stop doing that then. Okay, gosh. Right, no coffee after four. Okay. Okay, new rule. Um, I mean, you've got a vendetta against coffee anyway, clearly. So well, you're just you, out to get coffee. You say that. I take it very seriously. Like, you know, when I'm like, like I brought my wife a coffee machine once and did all the research on it. Like, I really got into, but like I do with most things, yes, the detail, actually. quality. And like, I love like researching it all and like the science behind it and stuff and the beans and the richness and all the you know, roasting process. But then, yeah, just. Bleh. I'm going to change your mind on coffee. I'm going to find you the aren't. coffee that you like. I am. I am. If anybody can do it, it's me. I believe in myself. Mm. No, not coffee. Do you like any hot drinks? I don't mind tea. As you saw earlier, I, I could drink it. I was actually quite surprised because after we had this massage, uh, we had. Uh, they took us out to this little, what was it? It's like a, <laughs> it was like this quaint little like room on the high street of Cardiff, like above the shop, which sounds really like seedy and horrible, but it was beautiful. Like, like a, almost like a, like a modern apartment, but like a really nice decor and, and just, I could have fallen asleep drinking this cup of tea. Yeah. I was quite surprised that you drank it because I know that you've got a thing against hot drinks. I think for me, when I'm thirsty, I want immediate satisfaction that I'm over and done with and I move on. I don't want too hot. Yeah, generally my my palate can't handle too hot. So I I need to almost do some testing about what temperature my friend of mine used to work in Starbucks, you can you say I want it. You know, can you do it at sixty two for me or forty five and they'll do it to that temperature. Then you can drink it. I like hot chocolates from Starbucks or Costa really because they seem to come at the right temperature. Um, which is why you can ask for stuff extra hot if you like that to burn your socks off. Not a fan of coffee. No, 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 no. It's funny though because you, you talk about like you know coffee to be like growing up. Like I remember like in the past like the markers of growing up is it's liking wine, eating olives, and drinking coffee. <laughs> eating olives. Yeah, like I remember like I never really eating olives till I was about like nineteen, twenty, and I think you know. When you're I was like, oh, I'm an I'm an adult now. Ooh. Yeah, I remember with pits or no pits. Um both, I guess. There's a trick question. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if like if if pitted olives are like kid olives and like No, I mean I didn't have any olives. I'm a lot more open minded with trying stuff now than I was back then. But yeah, I'll try an olive. Yeah, that was quite nice. And coffee. Again, yeah, coffee bars are everywhere. And I'm going in there asking for like, can I have more chocolate, please? With with them. Um, peppermint in just like christmas all year round <laughs> <laughs> is that what you ask for yeah it's fantastic a bit of peppermint and the hot chocolate Mm-mm-mm. well well now we know now you know so so yeah so you've got strong feelings about coffee hmm. i need to stop drinking coffee all day yeah i've got a new cutoff easy a simon sanctioned uh cutoff of 4 p.m maybe i'll sleep better well you will definitely <laughs> like- 
you've been watching too many coffee adverts maybe or maybe there's like been some targeted ad that i don't know about tell you what i saw a wicked target ad the other day it was um like an energy drink without all the, the sugar and nonsense in it which looked really good but again like they try and hook you in and like it still costs a lot of money to try something and the other thing i saw which looked really cool is cereal some company have like redone breakfast cereal what but like taking all the crap out of breakfast cereal but apparently it still tastes great um oh that sounds real joyless yeah but, but they look like fruit loops but like it's not gonna taste it's not gonna taste like fruit loops i mean i've never had fruit loops but they were sort of talking what? about like our cereal and their cereal and, and i was like mm, I try no some of american cereal. cereals are the best cereals everyone else can just sit the fuck down when i was in america i tried raisin bran well that's like honestly simon I you're really such it. an old man I what is it. wrong with you like raisins and cereal wow Oh, Lord. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something cool. Well, I'm a big fan of Lucky Charms. But yeah, but you got, you just got really excited about Raisin Bran. With a man who grew up on like, you know, like Aldi's own <laughs> cornflakes. Like, cornflakes are good, by the way. Yeah, they are good. They're a bit basic though. Yeah, but I mean, who gets excited about Raisin Bran? I, well, I mean, I guess. tried it before. Well, yeah, I guess so. America was quite, you know, when I went there for those two months, they're teaching people had to take, take photos um doing the whole camp america thing i got to try stuff like um philly raisin che- brand raisin brand philly cheesesteaks ice cream wait, sandwiches oh, wait, whoa, 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 no 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 yeah philly cheesesteaks where were you maine exactly it wasn't a fucking philly cheesesteak it was an imposter yeah yeah but i still got to try the principle of it um well don't think that you've had a real philly cheesesteak the best thing about camp america, camp america um or the camp i went to in america was when all the kids were leaving the last day we had this thing called candy breakfast <laughs> where yes well, Willy right Wonka came street. to life and basically all the raisin bran and all the, the cereals were just fucking thrown out and they had skittles and gummy bears and, and pancakes and waffles and ice creams oh my and you could just put it all together and have it at like 8 o'clock in the morning and like and I'm there like oh my fucking god this, like like all of the American goodness. Like we went to a candy shop earlier just to have a look around or a sweet shop, um, like, you know, world of sweets with all the American stuff in. And it was just there all on a plate for you to have at breakfast time. So, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds awesome. Now, what is your favorite breakfast food? Um... I don't tend to have breakfast these days. Well, I'm I'm not asking about your daily habits. If you could have, like, you know... Breakfast gets me popping. Yeah. I quite like pancakes, bacon, and syrup. It's nice. Waffles is great. Oh, yeah. I love waffles. Waffles are my favorite. Yeah. Um, I do it. like Cocoa Pops. Okay. That's better than Raisin Bran. Yeah, I know, but yeah. Um, my favorite is Lucky Charms. I used to love it as a kid. And yeah. then you suddenly stopped, they'd be able to get it. And then suddenly, you could buy it for like 13 pound a box in Tesco. I know, it's so expensive. I was telling Simon earlier today that I was the weird kid um, who used to pull the marshmallows out of my Lucky Charms and just eat the Odie bits. So that tells you a lot about me as a child and as an adult as well. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking weird. Yeah, no, the marshmallow bits are the best. Yeah, I didn't appreciate them as a kid. I just wanted the Odie bits. Yeah. <laughs> But again, like a bit like, you know, going back onto drinks in bars, like it's pretty difficult because like when you've got cereal, like, you know, you know, eight pound a box or whatever, like you can't experiment. Like if you're in America, you could go and try 
yeah, the chocolate version of it or all the other things on the shelves and I'd have a lot more of a insight into American cereal. I well, mean, the best British cereal. I'm trying to think what they are. Oh, their British cereals are grim. They're too healthy. I mean, I honestly, like, They're when I sugar. when I first moved here, I, I, like, I think I lived here for, like, a day, and I went to the grocery store to buy cereal, and I cried. I cried at the grocery store because, well, I don't know, I'm just a very melodramatic person, um, but also because the cereal choices were so shit. They're much better now, but at the time they were fucking grim. Mm, I quite like crunchy nut. Yeah, crunchy nuts all right. Or the shredded wheat with honey in that—that's pretty nice. Yeah, I just, I just, whenever I like go down the cereal aisles here, even today, uh, fifteen years later, I just wish that it was an American cereal. Aisle. You ever tried bicycles? These Rice Krispies? Yeah, but like with sugar on. Oh. Yeah, the little spaceman on the front cover. Whoa, no, I've not I mean, tried Rice. I do them anymore, but Rice Krispies are cool. You ever tried Frosties? Yeah, because we've got Frosted Flakes at home. Yeah. Is, Basically, it to- is it Tony the Tiger here? Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you a little, I'll tell you something about Tony the Tiger. Oh, boy, an like, expose? I'm not sure about the, the, the American Tony the Tiger voice, but the British Tony the Tiger is very ingrained on you know, British subculture. Like, everyone knows Tony the Tiger's voice. Now, is his tagline, they're great? That's it, yeah. Yes! They're great, yeah. So, Is he I, British? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think he sounded British. Um, anyway, so in uni, we did a uni radio show um, called The Alternative Sunday Service, and it was on the same time, like, 9 till 11 or something, as the church service would be on. That's awesome. Yeah, we used to play, like, you know, rock music and stuff. And one of the guys I did it with, I did it with one guy called Neil, one guy called Gareth. And Gareth was this sort of budding voice artist, voice, act, voice actor. And he went on a, a workshop with the, the guy. I think he's now passed away, but the guy used to voice Tony the Tiger. And because we were student radio, Tony the Tiger, the actor, made some voice clips for us. Um, of like, you know, saying our names on there. And yeah, and he did a couple of other characters, but basically gave us like, you know, probably what would have been a couple of hundred pounds maybe thousands of pounds of like voiceover stuff for our um student radio show but then shortly after that the kind of the radio show sort of ceased being a thing and then i don't think the recordings were were, i don't know where they are i remember asking gareth about it like dude where are they you know years later i want to listen to it like was it a dream we could use that if he's saying your name yeah and simon they're great and it (sighs) it was was honestly like ah like sort of thing you have as a ringtone, like that's awesome, or text tone, like Simon, you know. Um, but I can't, like, I never, you know, apart from listening to them, which I think we might have done on air, but again, the shows weren't recorded. It was, you know, <laughs> student radio with like six people listening at the time. But we had Tony Tiger and I got a name check from him. That is a really awesome story. And I've never heard that one before. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So Gareth, if you're listening, dig them out, mate. Yeah, we or need that. We need that content. From, or anyone from Tony the Tiger's family who got access to it. Because I'm sure it was all recorded. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I might do that. I might email. See if I can get it. I'd be, be really interested to listen to it. Very cool. So, uh, so yeah. So, that's, uh, that's this episode of Drunk Logic in the bag. Uh, we've had a great time. I hope you've had a great time listening. I've had a fab time. I think we should probably give our drink an out of 10 rating. Yeah. For me, Malibu gets a solid 10. It does everything I want from an alcoholic beverage and more. 
Wow, that is a glowing pina colada. That's a glowing review. Fantastic. I would also I would also give it a 10. It's been very nice to drink. It's gone down easy. I feel even more chill than I did earlier from our awesome massages at Lush. And uh yeah. but thank you very much. Peace and love. Ew. No. Peace and love. I mean Gustav. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> he's the worst of the Beatles. Don't emulate him. How about we just say, thanks for joining us. See you next time. See you next time. See you next Tuesday. No, we can come out every Tuesday. And hey, yeah, I like that. Um, catch you on the flip side. Oh, I don't know. Talk catch, to you soon. Catch Love you later. lots. Me and my son have this thing. We go night, and I sometimes say day day. How about we just go like bye? Thanks for joining us. Peace out.